live from LA Comic Con in the heart of Hollywood, it's the Nighttime Show! With us as always, our producer Matt Walker, and also the humorous Mike Glazer. I'm the voice of the Nighttime Show, Mike Black. With us as always, our host Stephen Kramer Glickman, and our very special guest, Groundling alumni from the Goldbergs, and also known as Frau Farbissima in the Austin Power movie series, Mindy Sterling! Yay! 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 And here's the host of our show, the man who took all the sprinkles off all the donuts and gave them to you, Stephen Kramer <laughs> Glickman! Oh, enjoy the sprinkles, folks. This uh, is I'd rather have exciting. I'd rather have the bear donut. Oh yeah. <laughs> who doesn't like a bear donut? Uh, Mindy Sterling, I love you. I'm gonna say that. Stephen, can I say that right real. back at you? And it's very real right now. It feels real. Did you have a fun day? You did some uh, signing here in the booth. People I, love you. People love you. Well, I had the best time. Okay. I um, I think the worst time I had was just walking through this crowd to go to the bathroom. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> that a hell of a thing. That is tough. Yeah, it's a hell of a thing. Yes, it's a hell of a thing. But I've had the best time. You have the best crew, the best group of people. You have the best shitty food. Oh, it yeah. was great. <laughs> it's pretty shitty. But it, I'll, say, I'll say this. LA Comic Con is a great deal of fun. Mm -hmm. It really is. There's a lot of, it, you know, I love I love living in Los Angeles because it is such a fun and weird place. And you get kind of the best of L.A. in a con like Oh, this. God, you get L.A., you get uh, Toledo, you get New York, you oh, get yeah. uh, Mississippi. I mean, everybody's here doing something and wanting something. And everybody's so lovely. And the cosplayers and the children and there's dogs. It's oh. great. Now, you were signing autographs for people. You know, one of the things I, I think that's so fun, when people are signing autographs, sometimes they start off, they go, oh, I really loved you in this, right? But then it takes some time for you to finish the signing. And by the time you finish, there's like maybe they've, Maybe they've revealed something to you about their life. Maybe they've started confiding in you, or they just tell you that they're. Well, they'll tell you. They'll tell you things about. Oh, well, you know, um, I, this. I I grew up with this, and um, my father, before he died, um, right. he said, um, <laughs> you know, stop watching this shit. And no, yeah. um, so no, it's. Um, uh, they do talk, and then you, because then you get the the, the looky lose. Right. Mm -hmm. They just they're like. Oh my God! Bye bye. Yeah, yeah. You're like, well. And then I did get one. My favorite was today was, oh my God, I love you stuff. Oh, and cheers. Oh. That was Rhea Perlman. You're like, I'm not that Rhea was not Perlman. Me. And and I've and I've been I've been told that. But I'm not two foot five. No, but, but did you sleep with Danny DeVito? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so that's probably why they yeah, messed that up. No, it's just. It's 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 the oddities, and then you get these one, the wonderful people that just they they don't know what to say. There was a little girl though; she came and she did not see Austin Powers at all, and she's looking at all my pictures, and she's got this, oh my god! And I go, oh, so did you see Austin Powers? And she goes, no, but you're this lady and that lady and this lady, and she went through the whole thing. She was so in awe, I think, of just seeing a person that represented all these pictures, she didn't know me from anything. Oh, she wanted, wait, she wanted a picture of me and her father's like, she wanted an autograph and he goes, well, what are you going to do with that? And she goes, um, admire it. Oh <laughs> my God. He did not 
give her a picture. Huge problem oh, with that. come on. Okay? Bad dad. Okay? I'm just saying. Now, if he comes up right now, I'm stopping everything uh, to I'll do it for this little girl. But yeah. no, he, d- he was like, all right, let's keep walking. I did a signing at San Diego Comic-Con this year. It's my first time ever doing a signing. This is my second time cr- ever signing. Uh, it's signing crazy. There. It's, that's really but, crazy. Uh, well, uh, you know, it's just it's only uh, things are only picked up because of Hulu. Like before that, no one really yeah, exactly. crap. Yes. But what happened was uh, by the first person that came up for a, a picture was this little tiny fat boy with chocolate all over his face. <laughs> and he walked up to me. He looked like me as a kid. So you, you invented a time machine. Yeah. <laughs> it went to the future to find yourself. And he walked up to me and he said, who are you supposed to be? And I said, I'm Steven Glickman. I was on Big Time Rush. And he goes, never heard of it. <laughs> and I go, I go, well, I was in a movie also called Storks. And he goes, what else? <laughs> and I go, and that's about it, man. And he goes, okay, bye. And then he walked to the next person next to me. I did and did the goes, same thing. And goes, who are you? <laughs> and the guy was like, I was in Transformers. And he goes, as what? And he goes, I, I was like some, this, this like robot. That, and he goes, Never heard of it. And <laughs> it was just crushing dream after dream after dream. It's my it was favorite so great. kid in Comic-Con You got to love. Yeah, you got to love someone like that cuz that's I would talk to that person. I'd yeah. nail him oh. down so bad. So <laughs> your career is extraordinary. Uh, you I mean you started you started working back uh, first first movie, first TV shows. It was like 1985, 1981, 92, was 34. It? Yeah. Um, but one of your first jobs ever was working on Perfect Strangers. Oh, my God. I was just going to say that. I, yes. We should have said it. Can we just say right now this at the same time? Yeah. So just, just go back like okay. you're going to okay. say it, and then and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to repeat it with you. One of your first jobs you've ever had was on Perfect, Perfect Strangers. Strangers. Oh, my God. Yes. That's so weird. Oh, wow, Perfect Strangers. Yeah. Um, that is true. That is, uh, that is true. I worked with those crazy people. Which did they you, were lovely. Did you well, ever do wait, the wait, Let's try it again. Wait, wait. Can we try it again? Yeah. Let's try it again. One of the first things you were ever in was... Pornography. Perfect. Oh, what? Oh, Steven, that's, you shouldn't have revealed that so quickly. So did you do the Dance the, of Joy on the set? The 80s. No, but it was, uh, it was interesting for me because the, the director at the time was not very uh, nice. I don't remember his name. I think it started with Joel. Okay. And he was not very nice. And I literally had like... I, I was Joel's off. Wick. Yes. Oh, that's... And I literally bitch. had... Uh, I was the, um, the host at a restaurant, so mm-hmm. I think my one line was, right this way, please. Or something like that. Whoa, yeah. nailed it. I still remember. I can still do it. But I, it was like a, it was a technical thing. So you had to move this way or you're out of the light. He would just yell at me. No, you, no, you're this way. You're over here. You're too fast. You're, it was, I mean, you're thinking, oh my God, this is what you're going to do to someone that's just starting in the business and that has one line. That's it was not a really very horrible. Kind it was horrible. No, he wasn't a very nice man. But um, wow. but that was I think that was the first thing I did. Wow! And then you jump. You kind of jumped right from that into doing animated stuff. You were doing did some I? Voice. Yeah, you did Brave no. Little Toaster back nineteen. This is nineteen eighty seven. Wow! Uh, you were the sewing machine. And I the was mother. a Jewish. I was the Jewish sewing machine. Was that your first voiceover job? Or I had think you so. Done some stuff. No, I think that? so. I think that was my first. Yeah, I think it was my first. That that's what a, was your first? My voiceover. Yeah. Um, probably, uh, uh... Also Jewish. Oh, I, yes, it was. It <laughs> yeah. was from my grandparents' 50th anniversary. I, uh, did the voiceover f- for the video that they played at the, uh, at the synagogue for everybody, and it was like... So were you the narrator? Gra- I was like, I was like, like, 
uh, 50 years ago, these people met and <laughs> fell in love. It was like some <laughs> stupid thing like this, but it was very cute. What was your first on-camera? Like, first, like, on-camera job, uh, I played I played a role. The role was a morbidly obese, ugly guy <laughs> was the role. And then I got to the set, and they said, uh, you know, if we shaved your head and put a, like, kind of like a like an eagle tattoo on the side of your head, you could be a, a Nazi, like a neo-Nazi. Oh, my God. And I was like, upgraded. <laughs> and I t- you did that? I, I did that, and I got to be, like, a neo-Nazi in, like, my first thing I and ever And you did. got more money. I got more money. All and right, was, that's like, how yeah, it works. That's what, that's what Jews like. <laughs> I'm Jewish. I can say we that. want more money. We please. want more money. Um, this is a big. You're, I mean, what was your first big break? The thing that you feel like was the big break was it Larry Sanders show? Was that the show that was like, holy crap, you're doing like a big prime time, like the prime time big show? Uh, well, I mean, the the, the it, it was Austin Powers was really the big, yeah, the I mean, biggest that thing. Took but you, that took you to like. A level where yeah. you're recognizable walking down the street. Yeah, that was know. that was it. And Larry Sanders was how I got that was I was teaching his real girlfriend Linda. Yeah, I was teaching her at the Groundlings, mm-hmm. and she said, "Oh my God, you have got to meet my boyfriend. He's doing this um, show, and oh my God, he will love you." And um, I, I don't think I knew who he was. Yeah. And uh, I went and met him, and he was like, "Oh my God, well, Linda says you're really funny." Mm-hmm. And um, so, I'll, so he found something for me, and he just threw me in, and I was one of the writers in the very, the very, oh, probably I think I only did like two or three episodes. Really? Yeah, of the writers. That's so mm-hmm. cool. And the writers. So it was really cool. And then they, and then he just, they just gave yeah. me, gave up on me. <laughs> <laughs> but working with Gary Shandling, is that like, is it like next level when you work with somebody like that who's just so talented, where you walk in and they're, are they just lighting up the room all the time, or, or what was that like? Who Gary? Yeah. No, I mean, because he has so much to think about mm-hmm. and there was so much going on. So I don't, you know, when, when you're, especially when you're doing a show for the first time and I was in the very beginning, yeah. um, you could tell he had a lot on his, on his brain mm-hmm. and a lot on his mind. So it wasn't, yeah. oh, you know, uh, wow, another day of, you know, of, of acting. No, it, it mm-hmm. was, it was, I think he was intense. Yeah. Well, no, you mentioned teaching at the Groundlings, and earlier at the booth, Oscar Nunez stopped by. Yes. And he mentioned that you taught him at the Groundlings. Well, he looked at him and he goes, did, did you teach me? <laughs> oh, my God. And I God. go, I think so. I think it was the Sunday company I directed you or mm-hmm. taught you. And he's, yes. So, yes, I did. I mean, there are a oh. lot of people. Who else Who else would you, did you teach? I taught uh, Sherry O'Terry. I oh taught Maya Rudolph. Mm-hmm. Whoa. I taught Mike McDonald. Mm-hmm. I taught, uh, let's see, who, who else is on? Uh, Emily Spivey, who mm-hmm. is... A bit huge writer. Yeah. Um, I t- um, uh, um, Kristen Wiig was uh, my babysitter for Max while I was working. No, she was not. <laughs> oh, yeah, she was. Wow. I never taught her, but she did babysit me, and <laughs> we loved her. Um, so there's been a lot of, of people that have gone, oh, Brian Cranston. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. I mentioned in his book. Hey. Um, yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of cool things that I can say, wow, i whether they think I played an important part of their lives or not, I do. Yeah. <laughs> right. I think so. Yeah, I- hey, Matt, before we continue this show, i got to talk about something that is it, it's crucial to our show. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't for this company, we wouldn't really have a show. Yeah. Yeah, we're talking about Zoom. Okay, Zoom recorders, the Zoom Corporation, they provide us with one of the damn coolest things on the market. What are we, what are we recording our show on? We're recording on? right now on a Zoom L8. 
Oh, it's, it's so awesome. It's so cool. It's yeah. so beautiful. We can do anything with this thing. Now, Zoom uh, was established in Tokyo. It's based in Tokyo, and they have been equipping creators around the world, innovators in uh, audio equipment. These guys just don't stop. Whether you're a classically trained pianist or a run-and-gun filmmaker, they have a, the, the item for you, the recorder for you. Mm-hmm. It will fit in your bag, and it will fit in your budget. Uh, and we've gotten to record our show all over the damn world. Epcot Center, LA Convention Center, Ed Asner's house. Oh, my God. So cool. Yeah. So check out zoom-na.com. All right. Let's get back to the show. I uh, I was just at this uh, cannabis event, and uh, Jaleel White you know, was it there. Is, I think it is legal. Okay. Here yeah. it is. Yeah. Oh, you know. Hey. All right. Yeah, yeah. Cannabis! I don't know who this is. <laughs> uh, and uh, Jaleel White was there. Yes, I did And it show. was incredible. And you did Family Matters. Twice. Twice. Two different characters. How was it? Two so the different sec- characters? The second time I went into audition, the first one I was was like... Um, uh, oh, I like you know. I was the crazy girl at a uh, like a Chippendales, um, you know, show, and I'd mm-hmm. be like, you know, um, bring in the something. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Um, or, Dicks. Oh, oh, shake. No, something like uh, shake your booty. That's what I went. It was like right. shake your booty. And then they brought me in again, like an, another time, and I said. You do all know that I have already done this show. <laughs> and they go, it doesn't matter. Try out for this one. <laughs> yeah. And I got it. And they I do was that on a lot of shows. Cause like, uh, well, really? I mean, look, I'm going to bring oh, up yeah. your one you know I'm going to bring up. Is Star Trek. Did they do it to you Star too? Trek. Of course. It's on time Star for Trek. Nerd Alert! <laughs> 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 it's really? a nerd alert. On, on Star Trek, it's very common where actors will come back and play multiple characters. Now, granted, half the time they're wearing crazy makeup so you can't recognize Oh, that's them. true. But, however, if you look at uh, the woman who played Catherine Pulaski on Star Trek Next Generation Season 2, she also played two different characters in the original series. She's the only person to be on both that was not... You know, uh, yeah, never mind. Let's get back to the regular no, no, interview. No, 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 that wasn't no, no, that no. interesting. You know what, Matt? We were just talking. We were because we were just with the, with the folks from. The, we were just talking about the folks from the office. <laughs> On the office, uh, uh, in the Hey King episode, where they're mm-hmm. looking for for the kid who will become the next Hey King, which is mm-hmm. like Rain Wilson has like oh, this, right, yeah. this right, thing. Right. One of the kids that's vying for that position ends up playing Dwight's. Uh, nephew mm-hmm. on the show, like later on, f- like literally, yeah, six weeks later, he's on mm-hmm. the show doing something else. All right, yeah. I have so a question. Kids can do that, yeah. So, do you ever do The Office? Uh, no, but that's the reason. Part of the reason that I have any career is because Allison Jones, the, yes, the, love her. the love casting her. director, saw me on Last Comic Standing and thought that I would be right to play the bartender on. Uh, the office. But and she so, didn't get it. No, so then she brought me in and I yelled all of my dialogue because I was a theater actor. I'd never done anything on film. Oh, so Jesus I was like, Steven. I was like, hey, let me ask you something. <laughs> hey, I got a question. It was big, big, big. And she was like, smaller, smaller, smaller. And I was like, okay, I'm like, I'm trying my best, you know. And she was like, no, like, whisper it. Did, did you it say to her, like, down. didn't you read the reviews of my play where the review in the Chicago Sun Times just said Stephen Glickman is loud? Yeah, that's. Can <laughs> I tell you something? That I, I learned how to be better, though, yeah. No. Can I tell you something? In Miami, where I was raised, I auditioned. My father was a, an actor and a singer, so he had that that sort of yeah. voice. And I remember auditioning uh, for this acting class or something, and she was like a big deal in Florida. And uh, they, she told me it was too loud. <laughs> really? Yes. So wow. we have this similar yeah, thing. very similar. Let me ask you this. This yeah. is another question. I'm going to be asking you a lot oh, more. Oh, are you asking me questions? Okay. Here we All right. Go. So is there any show that you... You, you, everybody else that you know was on but you. 
I mean, I know a lot of people who were on NCIS and oh. who have been on uh, uh, Law and Orders and those shows. And how about how about Seinfeld? Oh. I was never on Seinfeld. Oh, were you? you? Would have been, no. no. Oh my God, I would have done anything to be on that. Show. I know, but but it's like so many people no. that I know were, and I'm like, mm -hmm. really? I never was on that. Oh. Yeah. Like uh, Brian, like Cranston was on yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Tim yeah. Watley. It seems yeah, like a go. show you would have been on. But that's what I'm saying. Is there anything yeah. that you that you go, God, and it's over now, so you can't possibly go back? No, no. Would you have loved to have been on American there's, Gladiators? Yeah, that's <laughs> what it is. I think yeah. American Gladiators. I don't know. There's there's little ones like that. I always, you know, like like cartoons and stuff that come on that I go. No, oh, I don't I want wish. cartoons. No, no I like want live action. action. Live action. You know, like. Uh, Oh God! What what ran Parks forever. and Rec probably is one where I I was like, I know a lot of people that were on that show, and I didn't even go anywhere near it. Yes. Like it never yeah. happened. No, I never had an audition. No, but you and you're kind of the whole time being like, oh, that would have been that would have been like a really fun thing to do. But also like, it took me a long time to not yell on camera because even on Nickelodeon, were you? Well, Nickelodeon, I everybody was the loudest yells. person in, in history on that damn show. So. Yeah, it took a little while to, to kind of. And let me ask you this. Then. Yeah. Do people know that you have an incredible singing voice? Mindy Sterling, this is not a compliment. <laughs> Do off. you know? No, I don't yeah. know what happened. I think maybe it was on on uh, 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 Facebook or something. Tara Strong and me. Yes. Do some singing and together. And I was like, yeah. shit. He was on Broadway. I was on Broadway. I know that, don't I? What yeah. were you on? Uh, Shrek the musical. Y were I you was Shre Shrek. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yes. Yeah. Are you shitting me? I and I was fired. We'll, we'll show you the picture in a minute. Yeah. We weeks weeks before it opened on Broadway, what? I was I was let Why? go from it. Just, Too loud? Because, no, no, no. They had, they had, <laughs> they had somebody else they Too wanted farty. that was Too way many more famous than me. <laughs> but I, uh, but, but why I, uh, would? So were you understudy? No, 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 How no. How could no. they do that? They hire done. you to be on a show, and then they say, um, oh, no, we found someone better? They bought me out of my contract and gave me 20 years of royalties on the show. It's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. And right, wow. and, and then I got Big Time Rush almost immediately after, after that happened. Would you so. like to go back to Broadway? Uh, only there's only like one show I want to do on what? Broadway. Yeah. Hairspray. Uh, Fiddler on the Roof. I want to. Fiddler. Oh my God, you <laughs> would be so I, I wanna, good. I really want to like find a way to get to do Fiddler somewhere. I'd love if if they ever get a chance to. If, like the dream job is to do Fiddler on TV, like the TV. Oh, when they do that kind of stuff. Thing. <gasps> Not to play the lead, just to play anybody in it. I think all all the guys on the nighttime show could be in Fiddler on the Roof. No. Be a dream. <laughs> I'm not appropriate for Fiddler. Oh, Matt. I don't sing. I don't dance. Yeah, Matt, you, you gotta sing be, and dance. You would be the best constable Ooh. in Fiddler on the Roof <laughs> that hates the Jews and kicks them out of town. All right, fine. Oh my <laughs> God! Oh my if God! I, I got it. To, I got oh, it. Oh, I would love I, yeah. that. That is you okay. would be amazing in Fiddler. Have you ever oh. done Fiddler? No. Oh my God, you as Yenta the Matchmaker, the best casting job in the history of or, the world. Yes, or yes, or the amazing. or the wife. Oh, it's golden. Do you yeah. love me? Do, Do I want? I mean, so funny. Such a good <laughs> piece of work. Have you done a, any theater? Are you a theater yes, person? Yes, but not Broadway. Yeah. No, I did, uh, you know, community theater when I first came out here in uh, Miami. And I do a lot of theater out here, not musical, but I do. I did, last year I did um, an original called Yes, Virginia. There was just two of us, Anisha Walker and myself. Oh, wow. So I like doing theater. You know, it's a funny thing about theater in Los Angeles. And, and, and tell me, tell me if you guys think, think this might be right. Like, uh, uh, for many, many years, because we all just went to go see our friend's play. Who, what is um, it? Our friend Ansley mm -hmm. wrote a play called uh, Virgin. Virgin, Virgin. Yeah. And yeah. it was damn good. It was really? damn Where was good. it at? It was in the Hollywood Fringe Festival. So yes. it was on, uh, like on Santa, Santa Monica. Monica Complex. I've done that. I've worked yeah. there. Oh, yeah. And uh, it was a very, very impressive play. 
And what I thought was so funny is like it was packed every night, sold out every night. And I up well, there's to only like 20 seats. Yeah, yeah but up to true. that point, I was like, oh, I've always felt like theater in Los Angeles is basically a bad choice because who cares? No, people in LA don't really care about theater, but I think that they care a little more in the last few years than they have maybe for the last 15 years. I definitely 20. think so too because I was when I first came out here too. Oh my god, there's Shrek. <gasps> wow. Oh my god, yeah. look at you. Oh man. So that's that's Steven. This is Steven without any makeup yeah. right here in the morning. Oh. The natural Steven. Oh my yeah. god, I'm so yeah. impressed. Very um, no, I think that theater has become better and stronger and uh, more um, relevant. Um, I went to see a really, really interesting show uh, at the, um, what is it, the Willis and Anadin Theater. The Bruce Willis. And no, no. <laughs> oh, the Bruce, Bruce Willis. Willis. It was um, Die Hard on it stage? It was at Beverly Hills. It's What's the, that what one? you Hills. talking about, Willis Theater? Oh, there we go. The Willis, the Willis, the Willis, the Willis, Anadin Theater. I don't know. But it was with Tova, whatever her name is. Oh, sure. And Stephanie Farsi. And it was called, I think it's called Sisters-in-Law. And it's about uh, uh, Bader. What's her name? Uh, Ruth, Bader Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Bader Ginsburg. Yes. Oh, so yeah. bad. Darth Vader and then the Ginsburg. other, and then the, the other Vader. woman, <laughs> the other woman, blonde. She's something Parker. I don't know. But it's just the two of these women, <laughs> and it was so good. So you can go see good theater out here. So just I for anyone it. listening, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Bruce Bader Willis, at the Bruce Willis yeah. Theater, <laughs> John McClane Memorial <laughs> Theater. So if I don't have Hollywood. paperwork in front of me, <laughs> I know nothing. <laughs> it's a, it's a play about Ruth Bader Ginsburg and Sarah Jessica Parker. There we go. Established. It <laughs> could have been. I don't remember names. I just Effie, remember what faces. What you talking about? Was Willis it, Theater. Uh, <laughs> well, the play that you were we talking go. about that we went to see that Ainsley yeah, Ainsley did. I complimented her on it, and she said, "Oh, you were there the worst." night and I was like what do you mean she goes one of the actors one of the main actors didn't show up yeah and I was like what it was crazy it was great yeah and he didn't want to do rehearsals or anything and I was like only in LA would an actor just not come to rehearsal for the show yeah it's ridiculous New York would never allow for that no (laughs) hey Matt before we continue the show we really have something big that we have to announce Mm -hmm. I have to announce it right now it's a big deal 2020 is a very exciting year it's a big it's a big year buddy Mm -hmm. because it's the 75th anniversary uh, of what 75 years old who's 75 i'll tell you who's 75 it, it, it's not william shatner no it's not george decay no it's not leonard nimoy it's sennheiser sennheiser oh sennheiser the microphone uh an audio company that the company that provides our amazing microphones and our incredible headphones that makes us sound so incredibly yeah amazing. we just got a whole new setup these md42 oh. microphones the hd25 oh, headphones these things I are love awesome them. i love them and these guys they're the top this is top tier microphones top tier headphones if you are looking for uh, audio equipment if you're a, a singer songwriter if you're a, a voiceover actor, if you're if you're trying to get into the podcast game, Sennheiser is the way to go. If you're an audio engineer, don't go anywhere else. Go straight to Sennheiser. If you have someone in your life that loves audio, this is the place to do it. Sennheiser's the way to go. Uh, go to Sennheiser.com. That's S-E-N-N-H-E-I-S-E-R.com. And uh, all right, let's get back to the show. <laughs> um, uh, uh, Glazer, I know you had a question about uh, – uh, marijuana? <laughs> that was you. We were oh, ask well, yeah. That's every question. I mean, did you have something with you? Work? What? Yeah. I try something? Would you like work? to try this I'd bait? L- oh, <laughs> edibles scare me. There what is go. that? It's just a low dose vape. It's got a lot of CBD. <laughs> it's I, very chill. I have to drive. That's fair. 
And yeah, and uh, my son probably would not appreciate it. <laughs> no, actually, well, my question is actually about, because I think a lot of people listening to this hear words like groundlings and UCB and yes. improv. And that's a great entry point for so many people. Did you find it to be difficult to transition from improv to then being in front of a camera, learning lines, hitting blocking, and being a part of these huge movies and shows? Good question. Well, yeah, very good question. Um, I love improv just because of the freedom that it gives you and you don't have to memorize. Uh, I, as an aging, little bit of an aging woman, and just anxiety in general, have a really hard time memorizing. So it is. Um, it takes me a lot of work and a lot of effort, and I still get everything wrong. So, uh, boy, if I can do improv, if I do a film or a, a short or something where I go, can I improvise? And they go, yes, that's why we got you. Oh. I'm in heaven. I'm in oh, absolute yeah. heaven. Oh, right? Of course, of course. Don't you love improv? Oh, it, it can be so wonderful. When it's good, it can be so great. Yeah. When it's bad, it's the worst thing. Well, you, it, you just can't it, go see bad uh, improv, but I've been in horrible improv. <laughs> yeah, when it's terrible, it's so, so bad. But when it's good, it's... It's extraordinary. It's like a magic yeah. show. Like when you get so guys, nice. you know, when you see the the levels of the Ryan Styles and the Jonathan Mangums and the Wayne Bradys or whatever, it's incredible to watch that at at work because they've been doing it together for like twenty years and they know exactly what to do. Absolutely. And then you go see some friend of yours who graduates level one UCB and you show up to his graduation show and you're like, I want to shoot myself in the face. Glazer, because did I ever tell you that when I went to go see my old roommate? Do uh, do oh, yeah. improv? Do improv, and then he I, had a sketch he wrote about you. Yeah, about how bad a roommate I was, and he didn't <laughs> he didn't know I was coming to watch. And Are so you then, serious? Yeah, and then he performed it with this fat guy on stage pretending to be me, and they just talked massive shit about how bad a roommate <laughs> I was until the it ended, and there was no laughs; yeah. it was just bad. And then it ended, and then I was like, he saw me in the audience afterwards, and he just went. White as a ghost. <laughs> it was so. You gotta be funny. careful when you yeah. do things or talk about people that are still alive. <laughs> yeah, you, do. you gotta be careful. You gotta be careful. Yeah, Joel Zwick. You better yeah. watch your ass. Damn him, Zwick. Um, <laughs> ruined it for me. But yes, so um, I still to this day love improv more than anything. We're improvising now, so I'm in my element. Yeah. Um, and reading a script is just, or, or just remembering things. Like, as you can tell, I have a hard time remembering mm -hmm. the Willis Andenberg Theater. <laughs> well, walk us through Austin Powers a little bit, because let me tell you this. There's very few times we've had, we had John Heater on the show yes. a little while ago. And, and, you know, we, we, we pointed out that at some point he became a Halloween costume. And when you become a Halloween costume, things go from being, just a character just playing Napoleon Dynamite to suddenly it's a phenomenon and you don't that that word is not used lightly and Austin Powers was a phenomenon the music the characters the costumes the script the lines the it's so quotable what was the process like of you getting cast in that and then just walk us through it a little bit how did this how did that happen uh, well, I had met uh, Mike doing improv at the Groundlings. Mm -hmm. Julia Sweeney brought him in to do, we do um, Cooking with Gas show, which is all improv. Mm -hmm. And he was our guest. And she brought him in, and I met him through that, and it was awesome. And we just loved watching each other. And he thought I was hysterical because I knew nothing, <laughs> and I just made it up. And then... Uh, I think the um, Jay Roach, who the director, came oh, wow. and saw him, 
and I think he because he was working on a, like an Austin Powers, and yeah. he, he did a, a special show where he was trying out Austin Powers, and he had like three of us, you know, helping him out, and I think I was the only woman. Mm-hmm. I don't remember if I did Frau. I probably did some kind of that character, but. Um, so, and then they, you know, wrote the film and then, and he wanted, he and, and Jay, I think, wanted me to be a part of it because they loved how I worked. So I did have to audition mm-hmm. and I was a nervous wreck because I wanted to get a German accent down. So I kept thinking, oh my God, I know I'm going to fall right into, you know, New York Jew. I just mm-hmm. don't know how to keep <laughs> away from that. Um, anyway, so I tried it. I was sitting across from Jay, and he was like, great, great, great. He goes, here, just improvise it now. So I got to improvise it, you know, the part where it's like, oh, the lucky charm. I'm saying, oh, the, the, you know, <laughs> the kids, you know, they, they're going to love it because it's like marshmallows, like candy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, and then I think they really had to support me and work on, they wanted me, because they brought in a couple of other people that, you know, were a little more, had a name. Yeah, yeah. And um, so luckily, New Line or whoever, you know, gave the go ahead. I got it. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? Such a great thing is, too, is like when you bring in a big name, then you ha- then the audience has to not only get over the fact that they know who the actress is. They know their name. They know their history. They know everything they've ever done. You know, uh, instead of having to get over all of that, they're just getting a character. And when it's a comedy, character is king. If you get a big name, sometimes it can overpower the role to where they don't see... Like, they don't see Frau, they see Angelina Jolie or whatever, right? You know, yeah. you see, they can't play that part because you have to disappear into it. And if you're too big a name, you can't do it. So the great thing was, was I was a nobody. Yeah. I was really a nobody. And um, other than I was funny, Mike mm-hmm. knew that was funny. I yeah. was funny. And I was an improviser. So you did have Robert Wagner. He was the, the yeah. other, like, big one. Sure, sure. And Seth, I mean, people knew Seth, but Seth yeah. wasn't, you know... So if you look at, and then Mike played three characters yeah. or four. So and that Steven, was all that was, you know. Steven was recognized at the grocery store for being in Austin Powers. That's true. Do you know that? I was in the grocery store. I was walking around and this lady came up to me, young lady, and she said, oh my God, I'm such a huge fan. And I said, thank you so much. And she said, I heard they're going to make another one. And I said, I said, uh, oh, I hope so. You know, it'd be nice to keep working, you know. And then she goes, uh, she goes, was it fun? Was that was it a fun thing to work on? I said, oh yeah. I mean, four years of doing a Nickelodeon show. It's like one of the best things you can ever do. And she goes, a Nickelodeon show? And I go, yeah, that's what I do. I'm on a Nickelodeon show. And she goes, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I thought you were in Austin Powers. <laughs> and I said. You think I'm fat bastard from Austin Powers? Are you serious? And she, she went. Did? She went. I mean, and I was like, Oh my god! Oh my god! And I punched her in the face. No, I didn't. She I needed just left. it. She needed a punch. Yeah. Is, oh my god, that's it horrible. Is, it is not my the only story. time it's happened. It has definitely happened more than once. And then when I, you broke your foot, yes. and I reenacted oh, it with yeah. action figures, yeah, without knowing that story. I replaced you with fat bastards. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> my God. Yeah, he no, did those are those stupid things that people just, they don't know. That was so funny. I know. Oh, my yeah. God. Well, we all make we all make choices, you know. <laughs> mine, mine have a lot to do with cookies. <laughs> um, I... I do, uh, I do love that. That 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 movie was so incredible. What what was Mike like on the set for those movies? What was he like? And and also, just I mean, 
you were you were up there with uh, with uh, uh, the our little friend. Uh, oh, uh, Vern. Saying, yeah, Vern Troyer, Vern Troyer who is yeah. a doll. Such a yes. wonderful and sweet guy. I loved guy. him, and then I worked with him on the Grinch Who Stole Christmas. He was mm-hmm. such a wow. lovely, lovely man. Um, look, as wonderful and as fun as it is to watch, just think about going every day that I had to work and playing with these incredible people. And with Mike, he just wanted it to be funny. So if you added a little something and he liked it, that was awesome. I was not there to change the lines. I was not there to improvise and show, oh, watch this. Yeah, right. No, I was there to work off of him. And because Mike is kind of you know, playful, um, every take that he would do, he would add different stuff. Right. So your job is to just keep up with him. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. But not challenge him. Yeah. Right. You're just keeping oh, it in the air. Yeah, keeping I mean, all it, yes, absolutely. So I would do those things like, yeah, 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 you know, all of that. Mm-hmm. And the, and the, and the, the um, yelling um, Scott and all that, well, it was in the script. Yeah. She yells, Scott. <laughs> that is how I yell. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My, my, my voice goes up, you know, like an octave. Yeah. And it's screechy. And um, who knew that that was going to be funny? Do people well, yell that at you? That? Yeah. Cool. You must get yelled yeah, at all the so time, cool. right? Yeah. What I love about your yell is that you leave your eyes open while you're yelling. You know, Why, a lot of do people you know, don't do, do that. They, cut, they shut their eyes when they're yelling? Like, Scott, but you, really? You I've keep never. them wide open. <laughs> my favorite thing is to do with my son, though, is to, I have a, a, a 24 and a half year old son, and um, if we're in the car. He's and lovely. I love He's a kid. sweetheart. And if Great we're in the kid. car and we drive in, in the garage and he needs to get out and, you know, we, maybe we haven't been talking for a while. <laughs> and then I'll just, you know, all of a sudden just go. Get out! <laughs> he laughs. Get out now! Get upstairs! And, he, and to see him giggle at that age, and he knows what I am. But I'll just come out and just do those You're things. You're so funny. That's I am so a funny mom. Funny. You are. But I'm also annoying. Hey, you know. I'm hashtag annoying mom. Uh, moms are so, yeah. Right? My Your mom's mom? a very funny lady. But we, she's annoying. We were at synagogue. A uh, quick side story. I was we at Cole's. Oh, it's okay. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> we were at synagogue, uh, and a bunch of ladies were standing around talking about Havdalah candles. You know what Havdalah candles are? They're the Jewish. death candles? They're like mm-hmm. the candles that are like they're like intertwined. They're very pretty. Oh, no. And I'm so thinking of the death candles. <laughs> these women were going, oh, did you know they have beautiful Havdalah candles for sale at the temple? And the other one was like, oh, really? What size do they come in? And the other woman goes, oh, there's the three-inch ones, which are very small. Then there's the six-inch ones, which I bought. And then there's the 12-inch ones, which are just a little showy. And the other woman oh. goes, I think six inches. I think six inches is just right. And my mom walks in and goes, <laughs> goes, I mean, I've had eight inches, and that ain't bad either. <laughs> oh, my God. And the rabbi was standing, like, nearby and was just <laughs> looking at all of them. And one of the women goes, we're talking about candles. And my mom goes, well, they are. Like, just, <laughs> like, kind of fucking just talking. Like, are you fucking kidding me no you need that in a oh, mom don't God. you you need a funny you need a mom <laughs> you need a to funny like, keep you yes yeah man oh, keep I you love on your toes it. and keep you laughing and Which you have a great relationship with your mom she's a good lady yeah. she's yeah. a good lady now you do the Goldbergs great segue uh, which is my god <laughs> so amazing and you could just spend time with incredible women who are these the other Wendy three Wendy McClendon Covey mm-hmm. is yeah. just one of the Terrific. most decent real genuine mm-hmm women that holds that show together. She mm-hmm. is the staple of that show. And I work with Stephanie 
uh, Courtney, who is Flo mm-hmm. on the commercials from oh, yeah. Progressive. Yeah. Yep. Also and Groundlings. Yes, yeah. alumni. Yeah. And Jennifer Irwin, who used to write for the Goldbergs, and she's been um, on the show. So we're called the Frentas. Yeah. And we're Wendy's f- friends. Yeah. She puts us down. She calls us horrible names. It is so... She laughs so hard when she has to read or she has to recite what she calls us. You big fat slobs. <laughs> you, your, your skin is... I mean, she just... It's horrible. Mm-hmm. And we just, you know, as the characters, we're just, oh, all right. We're just, you know, but we never walk away. It is so oh. much fun. And it is. It is just one of those shows where I'm working on it next week as well, um, where I'm just having the best time. I mean, I could do that forever. Oh, that's so mm-hmm. wonderful. I know. I, I love I love that show so much, and I love you, what seeing you on it makes me so happy. Is oh, there thanks. anything else that's coming up for you that you want to that you want to chat? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You know, things I've done they they always come, will come and, and and go somewhere, or you know, oh, it's starting now. It's on Netflix, or so I don't know what's out there. I love it. Well, I love Is you. Is there something that you haven't done in your career that you Ooh. really want to see happen? I want to be on a show. I w- <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I thought that would wake you up. Um, I want. I'd love to be on. A, I would love to be a regular mm-hmm. on a fabulous show. Oh, I yeah. would love. How to have you have never been a series regular? That's never. crazy. I would love to be. I would love to have a place. You know what it is? Mm-hmm. It's family. I would like if I could spend the day here with you guys yeah. all the time. That would make me feel so fun and yeah. good and um, because it's family and because you have, you have a place to go. You have a paycheck. Dude, yeah, they, totally they write, and after a while, they really start to get to yeah. know you, and they write for your character. That yes, makes so much and sense. that wouldn't you? I yeah. mean, you yeah. did. You did do it. I would. I was. Yeah, but you should be. I was on. I was on Ant Farm, but I was recurring. I was on iCarly, but I was recurring. Mm-hmm. So I've done a lot of recurring. Yeah, that's like uh, our friend Fred Stoller wrote a book called "Maybe We'll Have You Back," which is about him never being a regular, and yes. it's all the jobs that he had. Yes. And it's like he's like, oh, it was a week on Caroline in the City, and it was a week on Seinfeld, and it was a week over here. And that a week is over so there. true. Yeah. And I don't know. I just I I think oh my God, no one has created this show yet. My friend and I, Annie Sertich, are writing this pilot mm-hmm. that is about our lives mm-hmm. and and then a little you know um uh, you know sort of not but um we're gonna you know we're gonna give it a shot and see if there's any way yeah, that 100 so you know i mean i, I totally you got, get it but you got I totally and i get it. you got a show that you were regular on look you know and i was just talking to martin Starr from uh, silicon valley and he was filming the end of of silicon valley the last day they were they were like two days away from the end and he said it is very, very emotionally difficult ending a show like that after being on a show for so many yep, years. Like yep. it's gonna, it's gonna hurt a little bit. And uh, uh, but that connection of, of being a series regular, I think that you a hundred percent. Anybody listening to this that can put Mandy Sterling as a series regular on a series, I I would do it. In a hire heartbeat. this woman. I will in watch the heartbeat. show because you're an insane talent, and people have a lot of respect yeah. for you. Oh, thank and you, you're Steven. very, very, very funny. Thank and you, kind. Steven. So, I'm very kind. Thank you for yes. thank you for stopping by and doing this. This with has us. been a blast. Thank you for allowing me to be here and be a part of this. And um, I, I I'm really I'm I have fun when I'm with you guys. You're the best. Awesome. I love you. Thanks for where, where can people find you on the internet? Mindy. Okay, uh, so my Instagram mm-hmm. is um, Mindy Stir, S T E R, and my uh, Twitter is Ms. M S Mindy Sterling. Ms. Mindy Sterling and Mindy Stir. Mm-hmm. Love it. Perfect. Love it. Um, my, uh, Matt Walker, where can people find you? Uh, find links to everything at funnymat.com or if you're upset by any of my questions, let me know at mattwalkersucks.com. <laughs> 
<laughs> and people really do. Mike Black, where can people find you? When I'm not in bed, they can find me <laughs> at Mike Black Attack on all social media. Yes, of course. Resting comfortably. <laughs> Resting comfortably. God love you. You're an adorable, wonderful creature. Uh, Mike Glazer, where can people find you, buddy? Oh, you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, everywhere in the world, at Glazer Boo Hoo Hoo. Glazer Boo Hoo Hoo. Isn't it funny how people like make up these kind of things? And mm-hmm. mine is so stupid. Mindy Stir. Ms. Mindy Ms. Sterling. <laughs> and what are you? I'm at Stephen Glickman, S-T-E-P-H-E-N, Glickman on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. Oh, you're a TikToker. Because I'm now I don't know a what TikToker. TikTok is. Get on the TikTok. He's 40 years old. I'm don't on an app Mindy. for children. Do you know Cameo? Yes. He's on Cameo. I'm on Cameo, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're doing oh. the Cameo? Cameo. I don't know what that. how you find that, but it's Cameo. Yeah. I'm on Cameo. Yeah. And it's great. And it's yeah. fabulous. It's great. For Stephen's birthday. Bastard on Cameo. Yeah. <laughs> For Stephen's <laughs> birthday, we hired Stephen to record a birthday message to some random person named Stephen. And then we played it for him at our live twice. show, him wishing his birthday. Twice, and himself. I fell for it twice. I loved it. These guys play a lot of mean jokes on me. You want to hear one that, that yes, Matt does to please, me pretty often? Please, All the time. Yesterday, yesterday, <laughs> Matt Walker turns to me in front of a bunch of people here at, at the con and goes, yeah. hey, you know what we should have on the podcast? I go, who? He goes, this wonderful, talented. No, here's, let me do it. I'll do it. I was oh. like, okay, I was here like, since Once Upon a Time is going out of theaters, we should get some Tarantino people. Like, we're not going to get DiCaprio. We're not going to get Brad Pitt. What if you got somebody like Robert Forster? I go, Robert From Forster. Jackie Brown. He was great in that movie. You're nominated for an Oscar. Go, He'd be great. Yeah, we could yeah, probably yeah, get him. If you want him on the show, text me some info so I, I know, but I'll reach out to his manager. Yeah. Didn't he All die? Right? He died yesterday, Mindy. <laughs> he died yesterday. He did? That's what Matt does to me. Every fucking time a celebrity dies, he will text me for- And you keep- And you keep- and you Every you don't. time I, bu- I buy into it, he'll I text me. This. Oh, you know who we should have on the show? And every time I go, who? Because I'm so dumb, Mindy. Every I time I go, love this. oh, okay. Oh, great. Oh, my God. You, <laughs> keep, you <laughs> keep him moving. He really keeps me uh, on my toes. You're like, you're like the horrible uh, big so brother funny. or that horrible uncle. Oh, yeah. And then Stephen <laughs> calls really the is. booker and they're like, they're unavailable. <laughs> 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 guys, thanks for listening to the Thank show. You. Don't forget thanks, to subscribe guys. to the Nighttime Show podcast. Go to www.thenighttimeshow.com. We love you guys. Thanks for listening. Bye. Oh.